Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Definitely not the way we wanted to start the show today, but we must pay our respects where respects are due. Rest in peace to Daphne, a.k.a. Shannon Sproul of 90s WCW fame. (laughs) Tragically passed away at the age of 46. We'll dedicate this episode to her. God bless her and her family, friends, the wrestling industry at large. Um, mental health is real. Pay attention to the signs. Get help if you need it. Call a friend. Call somebody. We're not going to divulge any phone numbers at this point. You probably already have them. Uh, yeah, that's about all I got. So what you got on that? Uh, just to reinforce the fact, if you're struggling, man, talk to somebody. That plane couldn't be landed any better than that. So, that said, welcome, man. We we here. Indeed. Epi- we'll, we'll, epi- do our, we'll do our best to bounce back from that. We always do. We always do. This is uh, this episode is going to be, you know, not far off the course of the norm. We here. Facts. Let's go ahead and uh, get these hashtags out the way. Right. Mark, mark my words. Broken yep. Pencil Logic. With right. the shit. Fuck the casual yes. fan. Okay. Uh, you can't write this. And uh-huh. <laughs> my my new favorite one. What up, Ron Murray? Price just went up. Price, price just went up. Yes, sir. Indeed. Nailed them. After all these episodes, about time I get them right. That for for me, for for my listening ears, that is my personal still I rise. <laughs> That's Joni meeting Chachi right there. <laughs> Uh, like the cost of gasoline in the great DFW. Price just went up. <laughs> and by greater DFW, you mean the world. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the world, crazy. Yeah, oh, uh. I just wanted to compartmentalize it, you know, for our geographical position. But you, you yes, say, everywhere. You say that shit for WWE programming. <laughs> that compartmentalizing boy, shit. Boy... <laughs> It's finna get ugly. Uh, or some might say it's gonna get damn pretty. <laughs> no, 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 no. There will be nothing pretty about this at all. Yeah. We're about to we're about to see a you ever seen a fish get gutted? 
<laughs> that, sir, is foreshadowing future soothsaying, or as they say in uh, podcasting and broadcasting, uh, teasing. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's a tease. We're gonna do something that I know you're not against, but we—I don't think we've ever done this. But this is for damn good reason. And uh, I'm stalling right now. Let's see, what is this? Uh, what is? Oh, oh, hit! What's the what's the day's date, sir? Uh, it is uh Thursday, September second. Year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. I say year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. 20 and 21. Amen. That usually Price goes the other way around. <laughs> that usually goes the other way around there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Reverse it. <laughs> there's a reversal. <laughs> Hammer lock. <laughs> Arm bar. <laughs> So, it's good technical wrestling like that, right there to go from the hammer lock to the arm bar. What what exactly are we talking about that we normally don't do that we're about to do? We about to change the gears. Okay. Hey, hey. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. Just say that bitch shit again. I know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. We say that bitch shit One, two, two, three. Get your tail. One, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. One, two, two, three. Get your tail. One, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. We've never, I don't think we've ever started a show this early. With an episode of You Know Who Ain't Gonna Win. And man, you let see? me tell you. Now you gotta know. You gotta tune in every time because might just throw a curveball at you. Wham! If, if we starting the show with a You Know Who Ain't Gonna Win, just imagine the rest of the shit we gonna talk for you. <laughs> we hot shot the territory tonight, buddy. <laughs> this coming Sunday, 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 September the 5th. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I say, yeah, my lord. Yeah, of our lord. 20 and 21. Amen. In Chicago. Chicago. AEW All Out version 3 coming to you live and direct on pay-per-view. And by pay-per-view, I mean Bleacher Report Live. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different world than where you come from. If I, if I had it my way, I would be on the back end on the receiving end of the money because this will be the pay-per-view where they're but it's not say they're keeping it the same it i mean i do understand why you're saying that but like hey hey people are paying the full 50 good god how much more do you want i mean we only do it six times a year with aew so that's okay they're like Tyrese. What more do you want from me? <laughs> like, good God, man! It, it's fifty bucks, and we have to watch the bucks. It's Ugh. sometimes it's a struggle. Well, one one match that we won't see that I really wanted to predict on this show: Bastard Pack versus Andrade El Idolo will not be on the card. Wait, what? Why? Travel issues. What type of travel issues? My guess is probably visa or COVID related, but... What in the blue hell? I guess this must be real-time news for you, Suave. 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> now, see, if you were booking Pac on TV every week like you were supposed to be, he wouldn't have gotten caught up. Man, Death Triangle has got to be the most underutilized, most sought-after six-man tag team in the world right now. Death Triangle <laughs> has got to be the most dead situation in all of professional wrestling. <laughs> I haven't seen Death Triangle together in months. <laughs> I don't think they've seen each other in months. Keep it like, a buck. One or two members just aren't speaking, so they're just <laughs> they're going to do this like Martin and Gina on the last couple seasons. <laughs> Or what, what was that, the shy season two? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Let me run down the card here real quick. So, apparently, the 21-woman Casino Battle Royale has oh, been moved to the main show. That's not... What an, what an odd number. Well, it's Blackjack. Wait. <laughs> Wait, they, so how, did you say 21 or 27? 21. Okay. 21, 21. Uh, okay, great, great. There you, you have to say 21 like that. That way yeah. I know. 21, 21, 21. There you go. Straight, Thank you. Straight up. Um, I like hot sauce on my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so with that going to the main show, the pre-show or the buy-in match is going to be the 10-man tag team match. Which why are there ten? Why are there so many ten man tags? Hey, I'm not mad at this for a buy in match. Like this is for everybody to see. So like like the card is the card. Like let me run it down for you: Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, yeah. Wheeler yeah. Yuta, and the Jurassic yeah. Express with Marco yeah. Stunt on the outside versus yeah. the HFO, consisting of the C the CEO Matt Hardy, Private Party. And T, uh, the hybrid two or TH two. <sighs> Do we? Yeah, we care. Who ain't gonna win, Suave? I'm gonna say. Uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, faces go over. So let's. Uh, who was on the other other team besides Jurassic Express? The Matt Hardy Foundation? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Khan. Oh, <laughs> Just let man. him run wild and do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> and now here we are. Oh, man. I I'm with you. The uh... <laughs> For $1,300, you can kick his ass. The, the Hardy family compound is not going over on this match. They will not win this match. Yeah, there's no reason for it. You you Why? you can't bury Chuck Taylor. I'm sorry, you can't bury Orange Cassidy. And Jurassic uh, Express was literally a win away from being in the tag team title hunt uh, or tag team title match this uh, this coming Sunday. So and probably for every reason we're describing right now, the exact opposite is going to happen. <laughs> Watch. This this Watch. this is AEW where logic is actually applied most of the time. So I <laughs> It is, but like what logic is it's a lot of modern wrestling logic, so it's a little different. Broken pencil logic is born in in deep deep southern roots way in way back yonder. <laughs> uh let's keep it moving with the 21 women battle royal. 21 Nyla yes, Rose. Yeah, like you have to say it like that every time. Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, the see, Bunny. See, stop, stop, stop. The first name that you read off. 
I keep saying AEW missed the boat on the greatest storyline in the modern era of wrestling. Is it too late to pull the trigger on it? It's never too late. And then you have more eyes on you probably than ever. So, I mean, now would be a great time, but chances are you're not going to pull the trigger on that on Sunday. I agree so hard, so wholeheartedly. And dare I say, well, well, we'll get to that prediction in a second. Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Ty Ka- Wait, oh, Julia Hart? Why is she, she, does she actually wrestle? Apparently so. Ty she's Conti. Not out there to, she's not out there to manage. Ty Conti, Diamante, uh, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet. Oh my God. Uh, we'll come back to her. Hikaru Shida, Emi Sakura, Jay Cargill, Kiara Hogan, Abaddon, Layla Hirsch, Kylan King, Rebel, uh, not Reba, uh, Jamie Hayter, Anna J, Rio, and one woman to be named later. Before we go into the prediction of who ain't gonna win, who's the woman to be named later? Mickey James. You think? It was the first person who came to mind when you mentioned it. Probably won't be, but that was just the first name that popped up. Who was available and who is a name and who's a name and also has recent press. Also making internet rounds is the former um, Ruby Riot. That's the other one. Yeah. So... That that's my prediction right there, unless there's something you know that that gets thrown off by that. Ruby. So that's it. Swap. Who ain't gonna win? Everybody not named Jay Cargill. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Red Velvet. <laughs> what what has she done to you? What has she done to herself? That is not our concern her body her choice okay well let's let's talk about the outer appearance first of all on the very first episode <laughs> of AEW Rampage yeah I remember she, this. she she came out in a red top or a red actually a red outfit that had blue and white trim on it mm-hmm. the blue and white trim were meant to simulate the letter V, obviously mm-hmm. for velvet. This is this is my own personal take. This I didn't see this anywhere, or, or this this is just what I'm gathering from what from the visual presentation. But unwrapped, she looked like the Confederate flag, stars, or is it all bars, no stars? Oh, bro! Like I flash back to like 1991. WCW <laughs> Nail when, Michael, when Michael Hayes and Jimmy Jam Garvin in the 90s are running to the ring with Confederate flag paint on their face. I, I'm reminded of Michael Hayes in, in uh, World Class when he had the actual Confederate flag sequin robe. Oh, and then he would paint his face too. I mean, like, fam. And maybe it's because we've been watching wrestling that long that we were conditioned to kind of see that color palette like that. Because I'm pretty sure the average or the modern fan who doesn't have that um, 
I guess wealth of knowledge would not know to look at that and think she looks like she inadvertently looks like the Confederate flag. A free bird concubine. Good God. <laughs> and we then we're getting canceled. We will not be able to do the show anymore. And then we go to was it last week's was it Rampage or Dynamite? I think it was Rampage on this one too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Rampage is the hottest thing going on right now. Oh, she does a full-on standing moonsault, which I can't do. I can't do. Apparently, she can't either. No, she hit it. She hit her head. She damn near broke her neck and completely that, missed her competitor. That, that right there. <laughs> almost broke your neck is not a part of the conversation for successfully completing something or being proficient at it to be able to do it. But she completely missed her competitor, fam. Wow. I don't I don't even know how that conversation goes. I, I'm almost scared for her in this match. Um, mm. I think they're going to try to do uh, make Jay Cargill look the same way that um, they built. What's what's our girl from from uh, from Tennessee, Bianca Belair? The way they built her for the battle for the uh, Royal Rumble last couple <sighs> years. They pissed that all the way quickly. Oh, now, uh, all the vinegar is flushed down the toilet. <clears throat> Foul. No, no, but on the real, I, I I see what they're doing. It's going to work with that you know, not able to drive yet crowd. Everybody else is gonna look at it like this is complete. Garbage. You know why? Because they're not able to drive yet. Crowd are the ones that are on social media with sub accounts claiming to be adults. <laughs> that part. So I mean, it's it's attitude error all the way around. If we just turn up, we might be able to get some money. I mean, minus the curses and HLA. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we pretty much there. Moving on, John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima. This is a New Japan match that is. Uh, this will be better suited for like Dominion or Wrestle Kingdom. However, we're getting it in America, and this is. I think this is adding more to the bridge of New Japan. But for the sake of this conversation, Suave, tell them who ain't gonna win. Our friend from the land of the rising sun. No way that this happens. Now, actually, there is a way. Um. Kenta showed up on Dynamite, correct? Quite some time ago. I think he showed up yesterday. Did he? I believe so. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch all the Dynamite, but I believe he did. I don't know. Oh, and fans, keep your eyes. Uh, well, pencil pushers, not fans. Keep your eyes peeled. We may, we may try to pull something off this Sunday for like some live uh, banter interaction. It may be kind of fun if we can pull it off, but we'll 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 peruse the avenues and see what happens. But yeah, anyway, I I think I think this may set up a match with uh, John Moxley and Kenta, with Kenta interfering in this match here. So I'm going to say that Kojima is not going to win, but it may come at the expense of Kenta and uh, and John Moxley being a future match. I mean, <clears throat> they can even do it the Japan style, like. Um, after Moxley wins, Kenta just shows up like I'm next. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Why not? Uh, 
moving along, QT Marshall with uh, Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado at ringside. Quick trip. <laughs> but that's what, what I, it's funny that they're ba- that that he's from Atlanta and he has a name QT. That's, that's, that's <laughs> you see a capital Q and Q and a T side by side. That's the first thing you think of is Quick Trip. Yep. Versus <laughs> Quick Trip Marshall versus No More BS Paul White. Who ain't gonna win? Ah, this one's tough. And it's tough because just looking at the two individuals and, you know, tenure and different things like that, you would think that Paul White would go over clean, no questions asked. However, 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 this is AEW and things don't go all like normal and not everything's just cut and dry like that. Paul White could be in a mood to put Quick Trip over. Well, to help Quick Trip grow and and get some uh, validity about himself. <laughs> well, last night on uh, Dynamite, the Gun Club came out to save Paul White from a beatdown, in which uh, immediately after the Gun Club clears the ring, you hear me from my bed watching the show say. Hey man, you know you know you know what that means, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh huh. And I yep. didn't and I didn't say it once. I said it twice. Hey man. Hey man. <laughs> these are uh, these are unprotected ass chair shots to the dome beast. <laughs> you just start, cut that shit out, man. You're <laughs> saying like they're making him look like he's really broken down. So in well, he I is. You see his walk. I mean, show show in shape. He in enough shape. He's actually he's actually the same weight he was when he debuted for WCW in nineteen ninety four. You see what I'm saying? Like, so he good, but you know, time time and and the life have taken its toll. Yeah, yeah, but no doubt. Still. I mean, we're we're t- hard hard to believe. That this man is in his 27th year in the business. You see what I'm saying? But when you when you go to that extent to make him look vulnerable, if we were watching WWE, we would say, okay, he's going to overcome because that's how, that's how it kind of works. Yeah, that's, yeah. Here, look, making him look vulnerable going into the pay-per-view is, a more, is more of a reason to believe QT Marshall may score an upset. Quick trip. Paul White ain't gonna win. <laughs> I know, I know that's, I know that's the wrong answer. I know it is. It's got to be the wrong answer. It has to be. We gotta start keeping score of these, man. Like, we, Quick Trip is getting knocked smooth out. Like, watch, <laughs> off watch. Top, off the top, he getting flattened. Oh man, <laughs> I know it's the wrong answer. <laughs> I know it's the wrong answer, but, but mark it down. I, I would go, I would go with Paul White not gonna win. Oh, you don't believe in him either. Nah, I, and I think that's the right answer. Like I, I know I, I hear what you're saying, Swab. I really hear what you're saying. We're trying to build stars, or at least people we can count on. But you don't even trust yourself right now. Ah, <laughs> man. I feel like a, a gambling man right there. That's a real situation. And then we take a, a quick bathroom break. Before the matches start, wait a minute. That's rude. No, 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 no. 
Who, who's the bathroom break? The the in between the Paul White QT Marshall match and this oh, next I thought, match. I thought you were referring to one of the matches on the no, card as a bathroom no, break. No, we, there's a whole lot of wrestling action that we just called, and we're just at match number five coming up. You ready? Yup. MJF versus Chris Jericho with the stipulation that if Chris Jericho loses, he must retire from in-ring competition. Who better than MJF for me to say Chris Jericho ain't gonna win? Suave, who ain't gonna win? I, I am inclined to believe that Chris Jericho ain't gonna win. And I know normally when you see a, a stipulation put on something like this, it's uh, it's almost a guarantee that that's the opposite of what's going to happen. You can go back to the early episodes of this very podcast, and I'm talking like the single digit episodes, and hear us talking about the greatness of MJF before AEW is even a thing. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, we, we bought in early on that. This man is 24. Five years old and the most legitimately hated heel in the business so for that all of those reasons is why I look at it and I believe okay what's what's Jericho's crowning achievement Jericho, if Jericho puts MJF over in essentially his retirement match like he's, that, he's knighting MJF you see what I'm saying and I think his, I think with his ego, that's in his wheelhouse. Chris Jericho has a lifetime job with AEW. Um, he's the very first AEW World Heavyweight Champion. He's the only person to ever compete in WCW, uh, ECW. The uh, it, the uh, WWE, Smoky Mountain, Smoky Mountain, um, New Japan, and I believe he even Triple A, and like Triple A, Triple A, and I think he's uh, I think he spent some time in Canada as well at the uh, at Stampede in his very early years. This man, we we I, I don't have we had a go we had a go we had a go talk. Matter of fact, he might have been one of the first go talks that we had. Yeah, Chris Jericho is in that conversation for, and I hate to say it, it's like it's one of those things where it's like, almost like Triple H, where like unless you sit there and run down his resume, you don't realize how high up the top he is. He's beaten literally, well not beaten. He's been in the ring with literally everybody, literally everybody um it, it's been a good one chris jericho we'll see you on the cruise we'll see you on commentary with mark henry but you out of there fam next up for the aew tnt championship your champion miro the reformed what 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 who what is this what is this new moniker um, I don't know. We always call him God's favorite. <laughs> pretty much, I, I, yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah, we we just kept it hip hop. Just call him God's, God's favorite. favorite. God's son versus gang gang Eddie Kingston. 
Thanks, thanks for coming, Eddie. This is probably going to be Miro's biggest test since becoming TNT champion. There's a reason why they have that belt on that man. It ain't time to take it off of him yet. You're nah. It, it looks. It's gonna look good. It's gonna look like a fight. You're gonna get some semblance of strong style and, and things of that nature. But in the end, the one who ain't gonna win, Eddie Kingston. Moving on for your. AEW World Tag Team Championship inside the steel cage we have the Block and Troll Express the Load Warriors Mm -mm. Nick and Matt Jackson the Young Bucks your champions along with Brandon Cutler's bitch ass on the outside yikes got heat with him bro taking on my favorite tag team in the world right now Lucha Brothers, Penta El Cero Miedo, and Ray Phoenix, along with Alex Ablahantis on the uh, at ringside. I hate that they have to go to this to this length to do this at this pay per view, but Suave, tell them who ain't gonna win. Uh, I'm not totally sure. Mm. This is no. This is one of those situations where. I could very easily see the Young Bucks deciding to retain because they're going to put on their version of a clinic and have all the spots and all the dives and everything else and then still retain. I would not be shocked by that. Ray Phoenix the last few weeks has been showing some signs of I got some shit y'all ain't seen yet in AEW and the steel cage match is the best place to show that off. I feel like... I'm almost scared to watch this match because of how much crazy shit I think Ray Phoenix is going to try to pull off. I have no doubts that this will be an air show. None whatsoever. I just, I'm not certain that the Lucha Brothers are going to end up champions. I don't, I'm not convinced. Cause uh, I, I didn't, I didn't say, tell me who might, might, who might or might not win. I said, tell me who ain't going to win. This is awful. I'm gonna go. Uh, we gotta do this, young man. Bu- young, young Bucks ain't gonna win. I'm right there with you, man. I, it, uh, I I don't feel strongly about that though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put double down on that. Here, here's the cool thing about this. Uh, about this whole, I, I guess, pay per view card. Here's the thing. The fact that you've had probably three matches where you couldn't call it or or didn't want to call it means that the booking on this is a one like on on paper this card so far is looking like the best pay-per-view of the year maybe the best pay-per-view of aew's history i i would say the the matchmaking booking okay uh, yeah yeah, yeah, the match the matchmaking not the book the 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 matchmaking and at least the pairings are are good there's gonna be a few pencils broken in this one i believe it um as we move forward your AEW Women's Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Yep. Versus returning Chris Statlander. I don't even want you to tell me on this one, but for the sake of, of the pencil pushes at home, Suave, tell me who ain't going to win. Statlander. <laughs> Dog said that. Statlander's not going to win, but she's going to put on a, a nice showing 
Um, they didn't mm-hmm. put that belt on um, Britt Baker just for this to happen. Look, I I wouldn't be there anytime soon. For what? Not at all. Not at all. For the comeback match of AEW, I can't call it the century or the decade. We'll just call it for AEW. I mean, is it not of the decade though? I mean, this 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 is what this is the reason people are buying tickets. This is why the asses are in seats is for this match right here, and it's not even the main event. You're saying technically it's the start of a new decade, so it is the match of the decade. Okay, I, oh here we, but there you go again with with the shit. Actual C- factuals. CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Suave who ain't going in. Mm. Darby uh, Allen ain't going. YFN Darby cannot win this match. There's absolutely we're in Chicago, unless we're about to see a, a, a massive heel turnout of Sting, <laughs> which at this point he, makes absolutely no sense. They've tried it before, failed miserably. Um, just they're, they're like all, it, it's going to be a showcase for Darby Allen and a coming of age moment where CM Punk puts the, puts a, a knighting to him as well. Just. CM Punk goes over, Darby Allen gets over. This is another one of those situations where I can actually look at this and see it going the other way, which I guess is a testament to the matchmaking. There, there you go the again. Short-term booking with this, <laughs> for real. Like Punk is back to do what? He, he's there wrestle. to make he, the wrestle and make new ta- uh, new talent look good. Right. So, what would make new talent look better than to put him over? In Punk's debut, but after well, being gone, return for, after being gone for seven years. Now, if, right? So, so you have all types of back out clauses. Uh, well, I I got caught. I was a little rusty. Or he doesn't even have to say any of that. He can just put put Darby over and say I got beat by a better competitor. Is the uh, is the sizzle off the stake if CM Punk wins or loses rather? Why would it be? It's CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Which which is another reason. Like you really want to turn Darby into YFN Darby for real? Put him over on Sunday. He's not gonna lose nothing by losing, but what he might win but from winning. That's that's gonna be his you can't tell me shit moment for the rest of his career. Bruh. Like he's 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 Kenny's next opponent at that point. You like you call me out and then I beat you? Like, yeah, are, like you can't do anything other than give him a title match next. Like he has to be wrestling Kenny <laughs> at the next whatever, and it should be at a pay per view. It should be some people got to pay for it, <laughs> and then you should probably he should you should probably put him on and let him be that guy. And then finally, the main event. Which, if it wasn't for the challenger, I probably wouldn't even watch this match. But it's going to be a good one though. Cause we saw a good one on Rampage. They, they, I, I just can't believe they opened up a Rampage with this, and now we're shutting down the pay per view for the AEW I mean, World Championship. Lead with your lead with your power punch. The AEW Champion Kenny Omega versus the Impact World Champion Christian Cage. Suave who ain't gonna win. You see, just earlier, I was booking Kenny's future as champion. <laughs> Christian will not be successful on this evening, as much as I, as as much as I enjoy him and and all of his contributions. 
um, being the champion of AEW will not be a contribution of his on this evening. This pay-per-view does not need to be known for the changing or the making of the AEW title. And as much as I hate 50-50 booking, Christian Cage, you, sir, will not win this match. If there's a title change on this show, no one will remember it. And that, people, is how you play. You know who ain't going to win. You know it. Yeah. So, there was uh we, we were hoping to see Andrade El Idolo because that usually means now that we have the possibility of seeing one Nature Boy, but that doesn't mean that we won't see the Nature Boy on uh, on Sunday. Uh, speaking of Nature Boy, Nature Boy showed up at NWA 73 last week and gave a very poignant thank you speech. It was almost Hall of Fame-esque where he thanked literally every major player in the pro wrestling industry, including Tony Khan and Vince McMahon, and thanked him, thanked Vince McMahon for him being able to be back in St. Louis for the NWA for the 73rd anniversary show. At that show, we got a surprise, a winner, NWA World Heavyweight Champion and Trevor Murdoch? How long was Nick Aldis's reign? Almost three years. Almost uh, three years. I mean, what else could he do? <laughs> um, I, I, first of all, like, what's next besides him getting it back? Actually, a debuting thou- in AEW. He actually held it for, or for Ring of Honor. So they so they actually, there was actually a uh, an article or two published this 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 one I'm looking at now is published on this uh, 17th of July uh itrwrestling.com they had a piece up on the 10 pounds of gold where Nick Aldis actually held the NWA World Heavyweight Championship for 1000 days at this point and uh I think uh, Nick out yeah over the course of uh, I think he was the first champion to hold it for over a thousand days in over 20 years and I think the last person to do that was Dan Severn which was 1,479 days but at the time the NWA didn't really mean much and if you want to know the the the, sort, the story behind all that go follow or go find the Ole Anderson shoot interview where he talks about the NWA World Heavyweight Championship and the, and the National Wrestling Alliance itself, um, sour grapes, but still, it, it's it, it was some some facts to that. Um, so I don't know what the actual total number was, but it was actually more than a thousand days as the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. He actually did a good job of defending it. Um, he did the best that he that he could do with the circumstances that he were given, with especially with COVID, especially with being a traveling territorial champion, he was a legit world champion as, as he defended that belt all over the the world. But Trevor Murdoch is literally this generation's version of Dusty Rhodes. He's a he's a seasoned veteran. He's a traveler. I don't anticipate him holding the belt longer than the next defense. Like I don't think with this rematch that Nick Aldis is going to walk away empty-handed. 
I don't think that at all. But I think before the sun sets on Nick Aldis's career, Nick Aldis needs one more run on some worldwide television outlet, i.e. AEW, with that title to give it some uh, give it some more spark. Possibly even Impact. I think Impact could probably be benefit more by having the NWA World Champion there than AEW would. It's just that the historians and the the true aficionados of the of the business and of the the sport of professional wrestling will appreciate seeing him on AEW more than on Impact because face it, most people aren't watching Impact and the ratings show that. Well, I mean, what happened the first time he went through Impact? So then there's that. And I mean, and he was he was a great talent at Impact. It's just that Impact was a shit show. That part. How, how much really has changed? Um, there's an owl. <laughs> Go back to the early episodes to hear me talk about that fucking owl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thank you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs> also on NWA seventy three. And oh, by the way, um. Make sure you you check out if you can on Fight TV the NWA 73rd anniversary show because that jump that 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 Aldis match Pier Six Brawl. Um, let's see who else did we have on here? Mickey James versus Kylie Ray, Chris Adonis versus James Storm for the NWA National Championship. Chris Adonis retains. Chris Masters for you WWE people. Um, you people? Is that what we're doing now? <sighs> I didn't say you people. I, I put something in between that. <laughs> you WWE people. Still. Uh, that's, point, that's pointing a real finger. Oh, man. Oh. Mikhail Judas, a.k.a. Ju- Judas beat JTG in a battle royal to determine the number one contender for the NWA National Championship. JTG is on a tear right now to to, to get back to where he needs to be, which is the spotlight. I don't know I'm what just, it's going to take. I, I, we, you know we pulling for you, fam. I'm just saying, you know the squad winning once you, once you come over to Death Row Records. I mean, all that dancing. You don't want to be dancing in your videos and going on. You come on over here to Broken Pencil Logic. Shouts out to Lou Gotti. You know, uh, JTG is is still the VIP Pro uh, World Heavyweight Champion. See? So there's that. Uh, Chelsea Green loses uh, her her match against Camille for the NWA Women's Championship. And the NWA... Uh, World Tag Team Championship changed hands as Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos lose to La Rebellion, which is Bestia Sex Sex Sace in a Major Wolf 450. So, um, yeah. And oh, now, oh, that, then that explains Trevor Murdoch winning because it was it was a career match. I can't I can't leave that out. So, yeah. So there's NWA 73. Definitely something for you for the pro wrestling heads to go out there and. and just go indulge into um we were talking about uh happiness <laughs> I don't even know how I feel about this right now we talked we were talking about happiness earlier uh we uh, we saw the teases online we saw the teases on Monday Night Raw 
Oh man. I, I can't even preface this. It swapped NXT. Uh so um if you guys remember last football season, um, wild card round, word went around the internet that they were actually showing the game on Nickelodeon. <laughs> and if you tuned in to this, uh, I believe the Chicago Bears and New Orleans Saints, if I'm not mistaken, that was the game, you got to see uh, cartoon-like animations on the field as the game's being played. <laughs> so we watching Rugrats and SpongeBob. <laughs> if you took the age range for that game oh and God. cut it in half, that might begin to describe the new look logo. It's it's vectorized clip art with paintbrush splashing it looks absolutely like nothing you have seen in the last 10 years from NXT the last 10 years of NXT have consisted of the powerful colors of black and gold the ring was gold ropes the talent was gold standard no Shelton Benjamin although he'd be a perfect fit at that time for NXT. There were other subtle things such as Triple H at the helm, taking care of business. The rock star it, it, it was if wrestling was rock and roll, it was NXT. It had it was edgy. It was cutting edge. It was it was giving the newer fan what they did not get from uh, because they didn't grow up in the 80s and 90s they didn't see the territory system dissolve they didn't see territories be renamed and have bosses and and or things merge and become bigger smaller bigger versions of smaller companies that's what nxt did for you it made you forget for a minute that it was a wwe owned product that shit's out the window those days are over if we didn't already start the show with a Tim Bell salute, I would have given one right now. Heading, well, just, hey, just add them to the list of bereavements. Heading NXT going forward. Bruce Pritchard, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. As if they weren't busy enough. Vince McMahon has gone out of his way over the last 10 years to talk about how he doesn't watch the NXT product. The baby that Triple H himself has groomed into this scrapping young man. Got his own car, driver's license, insurance, even got a job, has gone to college. And on graduation day. They closed the fucking school. <laughs> it, it, am I missing so something rough. here? It, uh, I no. It, it's uh, it's just sad to see that system go. Now, to us, the formula of NXT was incredibly successful, and you made a lot of stars. 
well, in the higher ups of Stanford, that may not be how they see it. They may see it like there were a bunch of guys who got who we were told were stars and we acquired them and they fizzled out. So if he doesn't watch the product, it's not like you're you're obviously doesn't watch the product because you go through sweeping out and like I want everybody under five nine. I want them all gone. Uh, so that brings me to like let's go through some stars here. Roddy Strong. Keeper <clears throat> cut. That, your your days are numbered, kid. Tommaso Ciampa. Now you good. Johnny Gargano. Oh, count your days, pal. <laughs> Leon Ruff. He already gone, ain't he? That's, you're, my bad. You're absolutely right. That, that, that proves a point there. Um, Swerve. Get him out on his ass. Get him. No, Swerve good. Do you, do you do you think Swerve puts on about five or ten pounds to help to help if, save himself? If he if he likes job security, <laughs> if he if he likes job security, I mean, you know, a little extra protein ain't gonna hurt. Man, but what I don't want to see is those like because really like the last the last characters that we saw called up from NXT when it was a call up thing. Was probably the Ascension. Does that sound about right? Uh, run that back for me one more time. Characters. We're talking about characters as far as like the the prototypical WWE eighties nineties makeup. You know, whether it be with makeup or face paint, whether it be like uh like a, like a, a gimmick a gimmick uh uh talent or talents in this case, the last characters we saw called up from NXT were the Ascension. Uh no, nah, cuz you still got all villains. But you would you consider them ca- uh, characters because Simon yes. Hmm. Okay. Like the the gimmick was a 100 100% character. Okay. Cause yeah, cause Simon Gotch now is not the same Simon Gotch from the Bob Villains. He's he's a uh, not even close. He's a mixed martial arts wrestler. You see, in MLW. Okay. <sighs> well, just saying. We we should actually see. I think the last taping from SummerSlam was uh, was aired this week, or is it going to be next week? Um, I want to say it was this week. I, I kind of feel like this was the last group of tapings and like we're going to get a brighter, a bigger, brighter, newer NXT. You spit shine the pig. That, mm-hmm. wasn't, that wasn't even the pig. You, you, you spit shine the pig that was once Wagyu. <laughs> uh, it's just, just now we get to see what what WWE is like when you when the in-ring product can't necessarily overcompensate for the creative. Which brings us to Monday nights. <laughs> Sheesh. Man, the absence of Paul Heyman is glaring now. I'm just saying, I don't I don't necessarily feel like you'd be in a worse position than you're in had you left Heyman where he was. I guess when you see the trade-off for what Heyman ended up doing... I wouldn't trade him and Roman Reigns for a better Raw. 
when is when is the draft? Is it? It's October now, right? Look, I, I can't confirm oh or deny my. any dates about <laughs> oh this draft. It, it could be Christmas for all I know. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> they could do. They could do it in. Yeah, they literally could do it on Christmas, and, and I, I don't know. Oh man, we we may never get a draft, or it might be Monday. <laughs> <laughs> they could just up in the middle of the uh Yeah, just in the middle of the night. If, if all out ends up doing too much damage, you'll see a, a a tweet go out from WWE social media that says draft tomorrow night on Raw. <laughs> it Watch. Was, it it was originally I remember, I remember it was originally uh, slated for um what what was it like July sometime and they changed it to like October the 1st but that that's still nothing's still set in stone apparently. We I want to say that that SmackDown that's at the Garden is like right around, or it might even be that same. That's in day. two weeks. That yeah, the SmackDown the Garden is on the seventeenth. Well, might have my day. Well, wait a minute, up, wait a minute, wait a minute. That so that that's going to change. Actually, September the tenth is is the date on it. Um, so it's next Friday. It's not two weeks. It's next Friday. I can guarantee you that's going to change. You because, um, uh, not for nothing. Hurricane Ida, Tropical Storm Ida, and then what became Tropical Depression Ida, uh, has run roughshod over Louisiana, but has also completely decimated the tri-state region of um. Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York, and also Connecticut, if you want to include that too. Um, blessings and uh, and and prayers for recovery for all those you know affected by it. But like, Southern New Jersey got affected by a tornado that damaged a town, and the flooding from Ida has caused subways to be flooded in New York City. There's no way. A city that wasn't equipped to handle this kind of rain is going to be ready for a smackdown in a week. These are facts. So uh, we might just go upside down again in terms of, you know, plans because obviously plans change. But, man, this is ridiculous. But one thing that's good, uh, one thing good that did come out on uh, on Monday night was one thing that I've been talking about on this show for quite some time, which is Charlotte Flair taking liberties with certain talent in the ring. Mm. If she, if it appears, because naturally we're not talent, so we're always, you know, armchair quarterbacking. We can see things from a bird's eye view. If things appear to go awry in the ring the one thing charlotte flair does more than anybody else is take liberties into her own hands literally she met her huckleberry monday night jacks it's a whole new jack city out there boy for those of you listening in different parts of the world and <laughs> here we and go different different class <laughs> caste systems and and things of that nature the riches the poors um, <laughs> yeah, the riches, the poors, the in-betweens is everybody, any and everybody who may not come from certain um, background. What happened 
was that apparently some real fisticuffs broke out and a registered member of the Oos gang <laughs> pieced up Charlotte Flair. Man, listen. I mean, fresh out the grease, pieced up Charlotte Flair on national television. There was no. It's on my DVR right now. There, I have it forever. There was no additional foot stomping for sound effects and for creative effect. There was. Uh, there was there was some slappage going on, and Nia Nia Jax hit a surprisingly strong finish on the WWE Champion to the point to where the commentary team damn near forgot that Charlotte was the WWE Women's Champion. Yeah, like they were <laughs> expecting something else to happen. You know, it's kind of like that pause, like when the Undertaker finally lost at WrestleMania. There was this pause, like, wait a minute, is that was was that supposed to happen? For a dramatic effect, yes. <laughs> it was definitely. Uh, I keep saying like Nia Jax for for better or for worse. Y'all keep t- and people bring up the times that she's taken her liberties with different uh, ladies in the ring, like. She just reminds me of Vader. <laughs> That's why her nickname with me is Lady Vader. Lady Vader. <laughs> at one time, I thought Sasha Banks could have been her sting, but they ruined that. But at this point, just let let her be her and beat people up. Like, look, if you put the Oos gang in charge, good things happen. I There should be a Oos... On WWE television every hour. <laughs> Strategically placed for viewing Strategically pleasure. Strategically <laughs> placed ooses all throughout WWE television. The one thing going back to as early as I can, I can remember watching, which is the 80s. But if you want to go back and do some digging into the 60s and the 70s, the one thing all ooses have in common is conditioning. You can go back to... Uh, Jimmy Snooker and the Tonga Kid before the Tonga Kid became Tama or uh, it became Tama. You can go to uh, the Samoan SWAT team. You can go to the uh, the Head Shrinkers. Any Haku. Any Haku and the Barbarian, the powers of pain. <laughs> Face, faces, faces of, of fear. fear. Like so, uh, uh, barbarian and uh, and uh, uh, warlord. Yeah, barbarian and warlord are uh, powers, powers of pain. pain. Yeah, but still, I mean, like I'm, I'm saying, like all these, yeah, yeah, yeah. this, the, the entire lineage. The one Just, thing you, you can start the, you can start the match. You can put them in a ten minute commercial break. Come back and still see somebody getting stretched. It's not a game. They gonna <laughs> hey, Uskang gonna get you where you're trying to go. The, the, the downside is when you have somebody in there like uh, with, with a powder keg like Nia Jax who's been known to you know show up <laughs> show I out my business that's all you could go back to the era of somebody losing during a commercial break and she's on the receiving end of her hand being raised I'm not mad at that idea either look she needs squashes like she needs to Joe Thurman a couple local athletes. <laughs> she needs to. I, 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 Dave, Dave House is going to get me for this one. Bob Roop. My goodness. 
Oh dear. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I just uh, man. Like oh this boy. stuff isn't so difficult. Like this right now. This what we're doing. You could have skipped the her Kane and just had Nia win now. Now this listen. Just don't even beat Charlotte. So now you give her another meaningless title reign. Like she shouldn't have lost. This is where I I'll say she shouldn't have lost in the first place. Go all the way back. Don't don't have her lose. And then bam. Here you go. Let's jumpstart Nia. You piece up Charlotte. You get you a victory. You take her to the pay-per-view and you beat her again. I got a question for you. Where is Shayna Baszler? Is she hurt or is she like what's happening with her? I have no working knowledge of anything about Shayna Baszler. She was just on the show, but what they're doing with her, I have no clue. So there a couple of things could happen. We could see her back in the new NXT. Or Meh. or we could see these liberties be marketable. We could see Nia and Shayna Baszler in a feud. What I the, figured that I figured you're gonna get there before anything else. But we just talked roughly six or seven minutes about one match and the possibilities that could come from one person in that match on a three hour program where your champion is a legit badass who is who is appearing who's appearing to gear up for a title match against someone who need not ever show his face on TV ever again at Crown Fool. <sighs> you don't need some crown to watch this show. <laughs> hey, <laughs> who got the crown, fool? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Run DMC song. <laughs> Yo, your boy Truth. <laughs> that's, that's the follow up to Down with the King. Your, your, your boy Truth cutting up too, ain't he? Say, man, look. <laughs> Our truth is here to get money. <laughs> but if you can't mind your business while I'm trying to mind my money, you're going to have to meet Ron Killings. Let him know. Let him know, fam. And Ron Killings is not a kind man, he's not a patient man. Ron Killings Ron is Killings from Charlotte, is North Carolina. He ain't, he, 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 he wasn't he wasn't transplanted there. Ron, Ron Killings is from the Queen City. Ron Killings was seen smoking a cigarette on an anti-smoking campaign <laughs> and a, for a professional wrestling company. Understand who, who you're dealing with here. <laughs> Oh man, you y'all be thinking these jokes is real life. Tell, tell him what he did, Swamp. <laughs> man, I advise all of you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I advise each and every one of you because I care about your well-being. Do not engage Ron Killings in a negative manner. Don't think you're going to bully this man. You're not gonna bully him away from this bag that he's getting, and then you're not gonna you're not gonna bully Ron Killings about anything. If that man said it, he meant it. He stand on it. <laughs> I, I'm inclined to believe him. And twice on let's Sundays. Move, yeah, let, let's move on. <laughs> That's it. Let's just move on. Some clown ass 
I'm not gonna even say his name because you you can you can Google it if you really want if you really care. We we need we need not know he dis, he disrespected the throne. This man tells truth. You all should ignore anything Ron Killings has to say about pro wrestling. He uh-huh. gave up being yeah, sh- a pro wrestler to go be a jobber comedian at an entertainment company. Nope. To Nobody. which, to which, our truth became Ron Killings and simply said, <laughs> Your mama, a jobber. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 boy. Y'all are gonna learn. That was a that was a minor dust up. What do you do? That was what do you, that was a what minor. Do you, what do you do? It's, not, it's not even a skirmish. It's a minor dust up in the sandstorm that is Ron Killings. As a as if you're a Southern man and you're and you're aroused by Wait. a stranger, <laughs> what more can you do besides? Invite him to be entertained. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what? I'm going to show you what these words do, fam. <laughs> My goodness, that is... Wait a minute. Uh, invitation to get your ass shot. <laughs> like, wait, this is taking a turn. No, this is... No, this isn't cool at all. I don't ever recall in the history of my Twitterdom... I've had I've had some shouts out J Rhodes. I love that brother. I've I've had some your mama conversations on Twitter, but it's only been in character, not not nothing that was meant to be venomous. But when you talk about your mama, or referring to somebody's mama as being what they called you, <laughs> a chopper. Oh man, you, you're you're asking for it. Um. And it's one of those responses, like it's it's a dated reference, but you know what comes next, right? <laughs> but it's ambiguous, <laughs> so you can read that and think it's our truth, you know, in character, or it's Ron Killings. It's like your mama or yo mama. <laughs> it's two different. It's two different flavors. I'm going with the latter. <laughs> Agreed, because now you have sparked the ire of Ron Killings. Look, we're going to turn. Look, for those of you listening, I plan on turning Ron Killings into the legend. I I want Ron Killings to be the black Chuck Norris. I want every one of you to understand. You can tell your friends to tell friends. Go back and listen to when the 24-7 title first became a thing. The original title count came here. The first celebration for breaking Ric Flair's record came from right here. At the Broken Vessel Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip hop. Yup. At the time, along with the Petty Messiah, please believe we were with the shit before the shit became popular to have in your diaper. I mean, look, just I, that's my personal mission. The legend of Ron Killings will gl- grow to folklore levels. Just, man. The way they praise Chuck Norris and say that he can defeat anything on Earth. The legend of Ron Killings will grow as such. It, it coming it coming soon to a near you. <laughs> Ron Killings. 
Yo. At any rate. He's going to be like McBain. But before we get out of here. Um, oh, we had a mixtape, didn't we? Indeed, we did. What is that mixtape, sir? <laughs> that mixtape is um, about hands. It is. It's the. <laughs> it's the. It's the three piece and a pepper tournament. <laughs> that, no, no tournament mixtape. We're not gonna find out who got the best hands of all. We're just gonna make a tape of everybody that got hands. Listen, so, listen. Ajax has inspired some things in our in our psyche. That tweet from Ryan Killings inspired some things. Hence, yeah. hence the the, the segue. Listen, um. I'm inclined to think Ron Killings has hands too. We let's call let's call this the uh, the Mean King Haku Invitational. I got hands. I got them hands for you, fam. Tournament. What no, no, tournament? No, no. See, Mixed we team. gotta do something else because Ming has fighting skill. It, it, Ming don't just have hands. Ming has primal instinct. <laughs> you gotta pick somebody else. Let, let, let's let's go round for round. Go. The, no, no, no. I know the Coco Beware. <laughs> Because you done see Coco get Bruh. live on somebody's ass he, before, he, he too. Got, he got live on somebody and made them never come back to the uh, WMC Channel 5. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Is This is the Coco Beware tape. Oh, man. So, Coco got them hands. Facts. Butch Reed, rest in peace, Butch Reed had them hands. I need to see that. I've never seen Butch have to get out. Not, when you go back and look at some of that early mid south footage, his hands look like ham hocks. Like just uh just and he and he from Kansas City and played pro football? Like, come on man, you you not you not I'm just saying I I've never seen footage of him having to piece nobody up. Okay. Okay, I, that I that I can see, but there has been issues. There have been known issues with his. Right uh, now, I'm I'm inclined <laughs> to believe you know you got to be able to defend yourself. Like, I mean, Ron Ron Simmons is obviously on this list as public enemy. Public enemy, and you know, Bill Watts liked a certain kind of black man in, in his uh, in his stable. So yikes! You know. So there's that. Pause. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at any rate, I digress. Yeah, Steve Blackman. I'd say Steve Blackman had hands. Okay. Uh, I would say Bobby Lashley has hands. We talked about Brock Lesnar having hands. Yes. And then he's more traditionally a wrestler, but uh, in certain situations, we've seen him have knockout power. Shout out to Braun Strowman. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who else? Ken, Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock was the first person we saw actually wear MMA gloves into a wrestling ring. Was he the first? I believe he was. I don't think. Nah, Dan, I'm inclined to believe you're right, but still, I just. You it, know. It, if it if it wasn't him, it may have been. Wait, wait, wait. Do Ludwig does Ludwig Borga count? Uh, did Ludwig Borga have hands? Uh, they. I mean, I ain't never seen him actually have to get busy. There, there, there. You go. Okay. Uh, he had he had good. You know, he made they made it look like look like he had working hands. <laughs> Uh, we we've heard stories about Ron Simmons with hands. We know this. Public <laughs> enemy has the public enemy can attest to it. No, they can't. They're not here. Neither one of them. Rest in peace. I'll see you when you get there. And when you ask them, they're gonna tell you what I just told you was absolutely true. <laughs> 
Oh, come on, give me some more. Give me some more. No, that's all you get for free. Oh, they got something to the pay per view. Yeah, yeah, you gotta catch us on pay per view. Tune in next week, fans. Coming soon. <laughs> that's that's a quick one for you. Um, you had a theory about all out this weekend with one Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah. That, that, do we do we see him as a surprise? If so, where? Because that card says nothing that about Wyndham Rotunda even you know <clears throat> rearing is. I don't I don't think he's ready for. I don't think his ninety days are up. But um, yeah, there, I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do that here. If you're gonna see anybody pop up on Sunday, I'd be willing to bet it's Adam Cole, baby. You know what I'm saying? So. That would be the that'd be my pick, but there's no guarantee that has to happen because I mean, CM Punk is enough. Like yeah. if if you just got the card that we went through, CM Punk is the very last match, and he goes over. I guarantee you, everybody's gonna go home happy. Now Punk won't be the last match. They never Why? they they they've Why? always they've always had the AEW World Championship as the last match. The only way, the only honestly, I think the only don't, way on the cool, like, don't you think this is the one time you can make an exception? You can, but if you do, you better load the clip up at the end because that's not going to be the only surprise is a punk win. Great, do pull whatever trigger you want to pull. Go ahead and throw that seven figures at Adam Cole, and you can get him to debut at the end. <laughs> you do whatever you want to do, but. This is CM Punk. He is responsible for the biggest numbers in Rampage's history and might be responsible for even even the biggest numbers in AEW's television history. Why would you not make people wait till the very end so that they so that, so that they can see every piece of talent you have on display in waiting to see Punk cuz in this situation you've brought back some fans that may have decided they weren't going to watch wrestling at all. Like, in a it's that big of a situation. In a hypothetical, in a hypothetical scenario, if if, if Tony Khan sends Dr. Brett Baker, Kano's, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What are you doing? Are you trying to get us banned from the Forbidden Door universe? If Kano's Thank you. Since Dr. DMD a text message that Mm -hmm. says, I don't know if if you still have a boyfriend who's interested in professional wrestling, but if you do. He doesn't have to do any of that because Adam Cole is completely free and clear. There's no tampering. He can call That's Adam what I was getting at. That's exactly what I was going to get at. Is it tampering? But you're right. He's free and clear as of this past weekend. Um, he can do Ain't it. Ain't no more tampering, bitch. <laughs> he grown. <laughs> do what the f- I want to do. I'm grown. You, you dig? Like, I, look. Ain't no, ain't no more tampering. I call him. I got his number. I call him myself. Well, there it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. And finally, we've been watching uh, heels on stars. Facts. Ricky Rabies. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. 
CM Punk has character depth, and who knew that it would be like this? Right, like he's the one. He's one of the ones that should have gone to Hollywood instead of MMA. <laughs> like seriously, like John Cena does very well in the roles he's in. But imagine if Punk went to do went to Hollywood first. I I, I completely missed the uh, the commercial that he was in on episode one. And so when he came full bloom into Duffy and uh, <laughs> and he just, the hair, I'm literally watching Minding My Business, not that, <laughs> and I'm like, what the, sh- oh shit, and my wife is next to me, I'm like, babe, you know who that is? She was like, no, she minding her damn business too. I said, that's CM Punk. She says, show the fuck is. <laughs> Gen- you see, <laughs> genuine shock and awe with that one. Like I, I am very much. I was very much entertained by his his role as Ricky Rabies. I But let me let me also add this too. On this show, this particular episode, it starts off with a disclaimer about something that you're going to see. Um, we don't know. If that played a part in what we talked about to open up the show, I'm not going to revisit that. So, you know, that, that's all we can speculate all we want to. But why would we want to? Why would we want to speculate on anything like that? That tragic. I digress. The show starts off with a disclaimer about things that you're going to see in the show. Little did we know that we're going to see that in the first two minutes of the show, and how we saw it. There was no amount of preparation that you could have gotten to prepare you to see what you saw that, that related to that disclaimer. If you haven't seen episode three of Heels, I'm not going to spoil it for you. But later in the show, we find out exactly why we saw it the way we saw it. I will also go on record as saying, even though we had the disclaimer, and I vehemently say, we didn't need to see that following the disclaimer, I doubled down on that after finding out why. You could have just creatively told the story without having to show that, let it on disclaimer. In an, in a time where mental health and, uh, and and capacities and capacities are being rated at an all-time level. It's unnecessary. It's is cheap. Um some some may call it artistic. They may they may say I don't know what the hell I'm talking about cuz I've never been I've been it. fuck you. Kiss my ass. I've had people affected by the exact same thing. I didn't need to see that. I don't need to see. I don't need to get graphic details. But you can tell the story without showing the story. That shows your depth as a writer, as a creator. Yup. I think I think I've landed that plane pretty pretty plain, pretty lovely. Yeah, what no what no sense to me trying to do another laugh. <laughs> you I, mean? I, I had I had to make sure I collected myself <clears throat> before I said some extra shit. I anyway, we still have the greatest football players to or the greatest pro athletes to ever wrestle mixtape coming up. Uh we can drop it literally whenever. It, the, the best time to do so would be now. We'll probably do it because the football season, the NFL season starts next Thursday here uh, in Tampa as Blue Star Gang takes on the world champion Tampa Bay <laughs> Buccaneers. 
<laughs> so yeah, <laughs> don't don't do this. Don't do this. I'm sorry. Com- I'm sorry. Do better than what you're doing. I'm sorry. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They deserve some speck on their name. I'm uh, saying like they're 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 the defending champions. Like good God, and, have and, some reverence. Hey, all bullshit aside though, who's the jackass in in, in pro sports writing land that's saying that TB12 is the fifth dopest quarterback in the league this year based well, on what no 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 see that's he's the fifth most what the the fifth uh the uh was it the, the fifth best quarterback in the league this season is tb12 i mean they're talking about the regular season like yeah that, calling him the goat that's a a total career accomplishment thing yes no as, but, a, but, as a starting quarterback they're talking about yeah that's about right but based off of what the season ain't fucking started yet don't talk about the preseason hell cam newton got cut look every everybody does preseason rankings you're basically going off what this you is expect true them. if you're if everyone plays healthy and to their maximum potential the whole season this is how we would expect to rank these people i find it easier to rank teams than it would be to, to rank individual players let alone the most important player on this particular on on any particular football team <clears throat> it's almost an oxymoron because if you can very much predict the team and you know the team and its operations you can pre- you can almost predict the performance of an individual player yes i i would dare dare agree the only i think the biggest uh the biggest outlier in terms of predictability is going to be and i I really hate to sound like Skip Bayless right now. Dak Prescott. And it's only because of returning from such a catastrophic injury. But all things, all signs are pointing towards not a misstep. Uh, I I can't necessarily say that because then the arm injury. And then I saw an interesting uh, argument be posed that he might have done the physical rehab, but has he done the mental rehab for contact listen man not just contact just of course you have to train to get your muscle memory muscle memory back um you have to make sure you have the right equipment on uh ppe if you will there's a lot more that goes into mental preparation but there's no more mental preparation that you can have than practical use Full, full, full-on contact in-game situations that recreate the same scenario. Look, you, you knew. I mean, everybody knew Dak was not going to have any sort of contact until game one of the regular season. He wasn't. He wasn't going to get hit in practice by any stretch of the imagination. Even in like inter interleague, you know, those team practices where they actually play against another NFL team. He wasn't going to get touched then either. You weren't going to be able to find out 100% where he was until he plays in an NFL game and, quite honestly, gets tackled while while running. Wow, we're talking right. all this nonsense about football. That's our invitation for you to check out All Over Sports when it returns to podcast, streaming media, and all that type of good stuff because uh, – we don't talk a lot of football on the Broken Pistol Book Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and Radio Show and Peaceful Hip Hop. No, we talk pro wrestling and music. 
But it's, it's but it's we are football fans. We're we're sport we're sports fans through and through. It's my time of year, buddy. <laughs> Bag. <laughs> and uh, that said, I believe we have uh, we've covered everything. We just want everybody to have a safe and happy Labor Day weekend. It's the last holiday of your of your funk ass summer. 2022.0 is almost over and uh yeah just uh get you get your last your last bit of summer queue in and uh you know go to your local caterer if you can't do it your damn self suave take them to the house pencil pushers yes sir let me do that one again yes sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm keeping it too pencil pushers <laughs> my man heads up yeah yeah Pencils down. Already. Yo, boy. Worst podcast of all time. That was the worst outro you've ever done, too, on the worst with podcast. Your with your bitch ass. W-Y-B-A. The radio station that just don't give a fuck about your P-A-F-N. Oh, P-A-F-N on your dial.